Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to Chapter 6, Episode 3 of The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and it is awesome to have you here with us. Before we jump into the episode, a quick reminder that our live shows in the 2021 New Zealand Fringe Festival are coming up fast. So if you're in Wellington on the 7th and 8th of March, make sure you grab your tickets and come see us live. There are limited tickets available, so get them while you can from the link on our website, fateofison.com. At the shows, there will be an awesome gaming giveaway from DiceVault.com, so maybe you can be in to win some tasty gaming goodies. You can also buy some stuff if you want from DiceVault. Um, that's a great idea, especially if you use the promo code RESISTANCE to get a whopping 20% off. Ooh yeah, them some sweet dice deals. DiceVault.com, promo code RESISTANCE. We're joined in this episode once again by the awesome James Blyseth from the Wheel of Woe podcast, and also by one of our longtime friends and supporters, Reese. Okay, let's get to recapping. Last time, Marley and her reluctant new ally Kevbin met the chaos demon the Ziglamel and a strange old man named Chaos the Extraordinary. Chaos modified some items for them, but was interrupted as a gargantuan blue dragon and an equally gargantuan purple worm appeared and locked into a fierce battle. After the dragon emerged victorious, Marley approached it and learned its name was Tatsu, and it has a history with Gilif. She tried to convince Tatsu to join her fight, but was ultimately unsuccessful. Not knowing what else to do, Marley and Kevbin opened a portal to the Resistance headquarters beneath Dantonir. I hope we're going to see a, um, another episode of the Ziglamel. I'll just have her pop into every episode and just touch everyone you meet. Like every guest. Like, well, ha, Reese, I think you'll need to get cursed. <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Arcus, you were with Marley riding Hodge out of the volcano where you had just defeated Gillif mm-hmm. and lost Banfor. Then... Suddenly, out of nowhere, a hazy, misty, cumulus figure appeared, wearing a shadowy black cloak and holding a wand. Mm. You would recognize this as your cousin, Fergus Squall. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, you had just enough time to give Marley a concerned look, and then you faded out of Ison. Uh, uh, disapparate. <laughs> That's bullshit. You know you can't disapparate outside of Hogwarts. Um, so your vision goes this blinding blue for a few seconds and then when you regain your senses you find yourself in the exact spot you were in however the world including your companions Marley and Hodge looks hazy and blurred to you you try to touch Marley but your hand goes straight through her like like she's some kind of ghost and at that same moment you realise you're no longer riding Hodge you're just kind of hovering in place near his back Uh, You become a spectator as Marley freaks out about losing her friend all of a sudden. She speaks into Hadet's dimension locker and then takes some kind of potion and races down to the desert. Your body follows like it's being whipped along with her. Uh, You watch as Marley and Hodge help a half-elf man uh, with red hair and a tricorn hat fight a trio of small blue-coloured dragons. Uh, You see a frosty blue chaos demon, the Ziglamel, appear in the desert near them. She looks straight at you, Mm. but says nothing. Mm. She drops off a strange old man with a patchwork quilt and then leaves. (laughs) The man speaks with Marley and the red-haired man, then does something to the sanguine gatekeeper dagger, and then gives it back to Marley. 
Then a gigantic blue blur flies into view just as the ground bursts open beneath them, and an enormous worm-like creature appears. The blue blur, an ancient blue dragon, and the giant worm lock into a fierce battle with one another. You see Marley and her companions flee to shelter. The truly titanic blue dragon defeats the worm, then stares at the huddled sheltering group. You watch as they all leave the shelter and approach the blue dragon, clearly steering toward diplomacy. They converse for a, for a time uh, before the group walks away. Uh, the dragon begins digging and clawing at the desert sand. Uh, Marley opens a blood uh, portal going to the toilet. Using, her newly <laughs> using her newly upgraded dagger, and then the group travels through. And Ooh. your vision, Arcus, flashes a painful blinding red when your senses return you're in some kind of bustling underground city that you don't recognize your friends are in a puddle of blood in front of you and a crowd of people nearby drop what they're doing and gasp at the newcomers (laughs) is this hell i am hell (laughs) i am a demon (laughs) Uh, and you notice that your companions and the world are no longer hazy and misty and Marley, you see Arcus. Um, so for the first time in Arcus's life, someone's going to hug Arcus first. <laughs> because as soon as Marley sees Arcus, she's like, oh, thank hate it. And she just like runs at you and just like pulls you into the biggest hug. Of course I hug back. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> it's nice to be semi-permeable again. You know, I went from being semi-permeable to being... Uh, completely non-permeable. You just hate it when you lose your semi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marley is covered in blood. She's just travelled through the blood portal, uh, and she is with a that half-elf man with the red hair and the tricorn hat, oh. and of course Hodge. And you've got a whole gathering of people around you in this underground city, and they're all just staring mouths yeah, agape. Yeah, but that was way more important to me. Oh my god, where have you been? I have so much to catch you up on. Also, this is Kevbin. Um, he seems fine. Kevin is, Kevin's like looking around like in horror at like looking down at himself covered in blood and like looking around just and then just kind of waves hello. <laughs> Molly's like trying to. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Arcus. I seem to have transferred a blood into your cloud. I'm so sorry. Like, right. That, get it that was a logistical question I wanted to ask because, you know, as we know, Arcus is, is a form of uh, liquid. Well, we know Arcus <laughs> can absorb cider. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's so, canon. <laughs> yeah. So, if I absorb like a bunch of blood, do I turn kind of red, Brad? Yes, we established the last time that Arcus travelled through this thing that you absorbed blood like a tampon. Nice. Um, That's hot. (laughs) So Marley's like, oh my god, Uh, Haiti doesn't know where Banffor is. I didn't know where anybody was. So I just went to the last place that I knew where people I knew were. And how did you know about this place? I, I, I don't, I, I don't know what happened. I was, I was here, and then I wasn't, and everything was like cloudy and foggy and weird, and I was getting dragged along behind. I don't, I, I don't know what happened. I don't did, understand. Did Hodge drag you out of a realm again? I mean, I know that's how you got here originally. Is that? Is I feel a- like, 
I feel like this was different though because I didn't like I, I came through to a different world whereas this was I was still in this world I just someone, you, I, you couldn't see me someone I was like, tried to steal you it was like that movie Ghost <laughs> <laughs> where that guy was a ghost and they did pot wait <laughs> and they did pottery is that the right <laughs> yeah I thought you were going to say, and they did pod racing. I'm like, that's yeah. the Phantom oh, Menace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Phantom is in the name, you know, so it is a ghost. Someone tried to steal you. Is, is someone trying to steal you? Do we need to be worried about this? You know, I, I think I saw my cousin. Uh, Wait, you have family? We've never talked about your backstory, Arcus. We should really do I, that one day. I feel like... I, I, I did say I wanted to go back, but then um, it, it seemed like there were more pressing issues <laughs> that were happening in the world. Yeah, if only somewhere there was somewhere we could go to learn about Arcus's backstory. It's already recorded. Go listen to it. Nah, it's a mystery. You'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> so this crowd is still like gathered. They're, they're now muttering amongst themselves, questioning like who you yeah. are, why you've appeared in such a strange and violent way yeah. and i guess i guess this is on marley because she'd be the only one they might remember like anybody from here would remember so yeah so she kind of calls out and she's like um sorry hi um i i promise um with the resistance uh zathan is, is zathan here people they look around clearly knowing the name uh, but not knowing what to say about it oh. um who's in who's in charge here let's see should i as the dm tell you jules the player because it's only been five weeks since you were here character wise oh god but it's, it's been two years real it's world. that it's that fucking chick i know um i can like we had a conversation it's, with her at the table yeah. but i can't it, it's it's high priestess raya that's right high priestess raya and so i go who's in charge wait it's not zathan it's that high priestess lady raya yeah, they, they all sort of nod and like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Um, Please. Yeah, but I mean, it's... people are still dumbstruck as well. They, they don't know what to say, but a few of them run, sort of like running messages. Yeah. No, no one's running in terror, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, quick, let's go do a thing quickly. Uh. And then a few, like a few seconds later, bursting from the crowd is high priestess raya so marley you would recognize this woman she is probably in her 40s a human long brunette hair and she rushes like bursts from the crowd and then sort of sees the, the puddle of blood and you and your companions and she says uh marley craft what? and then she looks at the people you're with and says where, where's where are your friends where, where's banful what and trestlespoon and as as she says those names you can see there's a moment on Marley's face where she tries not to. Like, there's like this crumpled face look where she's like, oh God, don't ask me. Um, and then she sort of goes, shakes it off. And she's like, are these your allies? These, these I, are- I hold, I hold Marley's hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For these support. Are, yeah, uh, these are all I have left right now. Please don't. <laughs> she she I, look she looks the cloud demon up and down, which is a very strange thing in this world. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, the flying, I'm like, giant flying hugging wolf. my support cloud demon. <laughs> and then, and the only vaguely normal looking one is um, the the half elf red haired man, and she walks up to Kevbin and she puts out a hand and she says, 
I'm High Priestess Raya. What, what is your name? Kevin. Kevin Dugnut. Oh, Kevin. And what brings you into the company of Miss Craft? Uh, this is my savior from the sky. I was, uh, I don't know what happened. I was on a boat and one second and another second I was surrounded by three giant creatures. Uh, I guess they were dragons? Something? Yeah. Her eyes open wide at recognition of the word. And she says, you, you've encountered dragons. The scholars just learned about those from the, from the library. Oh, dude, I've got a lot to tell you. That, look, a lot has happened. And it's, it's probably vitally important that you know everything I know. Yeah, she says, well, there'll be time in the morning where whatever you've encountered, I'm sure you've been through quite an ordeal. I, I insist that you rest. And she sort of clicks up her fingers a bit and then she just says, Hawker! Hawker, is, has anyone seen Hawker? Yeah. Yeah, and then you see emerging from the crowd. What do they see, Reese? Uh, a grey, grey-haired tabaxi um, cat person dressed in, uh, I guess, uh, black, black sort of dark clothes, probably about average height, just sort of pops out of the crowd as if it came out of nowhere. Yeah, she says, oh, good. Um, please take all of our friends to, to a suitable accommodation that where they can have some food, get a good night's rest, because we need information from them in the morning. Yeah, and before Marley goes, because Marley's grateful, she looks at her gratefully, but she grabs her sort of, probably quite inappropriately for a high priestess, and is like, are we safe? Is this place secure? Are they, are they patrols? She says, well, since the Empire fell, we've been strengthening our numbers, both above and below ground. It's very safe down here. There's no Arkvale presence whatsoever. And it's not Arkvale we have to worry about anymore. She says, yes, we, we, we've heard I- we've heard some horror, some troubling stories, uh, but so far, Dantonair and us beneath Dantonair have... have have fared quite well. Okay. They'll have to do. Until the morning. Yeah. yeah. Please don't worry yourselves with that. You you need you need rest. We'll speak in the morning. Yeah. I'm gonna worry myself over whatever I want to. I'm a worrier. <laughs> That's my trait. So <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> she eyes you and just says, I don't like you, cloud person. <laughs> well, I like you quite a bit, so eh. <laughs> Are you trying to kill me with kindness? <laughs> can, can, wait, can you can you kill with kindness? Is this a, is this an unlocked class? <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, uh, hey, Wizards of the Coast, if you're listening, um, how about a uh, killing with kindness class? <laughs> Get more from Diceratops on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so she then uh, takes her leave with like a, a polite courtly bow kind of thing and Bye, dis- love um, you. Dis- disappears through the crowd and the crowd sort of now not not bored obviously but sort of they've become accustomed to your presence the the crowd goes back about what they were doing um and hawker you take them through the city to um a large 
currently uninhabited building that just has the furnishings and comforts that they need for a long rest. I like to think that the whole time, you know how like we've established that Hodge is kind of always sort of in the background, just sort of singing away to himself, like I'm on an adventure or or something like that. Um, I like to think he's just sort of like heckles raised the whole time because he's just like walking behind a cat. (laughs) Like, just constantly just... (laughs) Yeah, um, actually, yeah, um, good good point. Cats and dogs. Um, Reese, how do you think um, you feel about this giant wolf? Oh, I'm keeping my distance, eh? Just not getting too close to it, eh? (laughs) Hey, who knows? They could become unlikely friends. You know, like that, um that pig that was feeding those tiger baby cubs it's milk That's you know no where i thought you were going with that i thought we were going with the pig and the spider but sure oh like charlotte's web no the yeah. real life thing where they where they had tiger tiger was it was it a pig i think i think it was they Close. put a pig in a tiger skin thing because its mum had died and then little tiger babies came and like suckled on the pig for milk and they became friends forever. Um, I like that James knows what you're talking about. I mean, I like. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Hope you know. I don't. No, I just think it's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. I, just so it's much. pretty fucking cute, honestly. <laughs> um, just unlikely uh, animal pair ups is my favorite genre of real life event. <laughs> I love. I love it when you tell us about what your favorite things are in a particular grouping i've listened back to episodes and you just go my favorite thing about this particular tiny little subclass of life is like you've thought about it for a long time <laughs> I, i'm like i don't have that ready if you I think ask I just me have about a lot that of favorites. <laughs> I, I just love the my favorite genre of life events like i'm going to describe all my life events as like a, a genre now <laughs> <laughs> I like I like messing up the genre. I, I like to genre or or the or the gender the gender of I like the gender or the breed the breed of alcohols. I don't know what they are. <laughs> the genders of dogs. I don't know. Oh, I love it. Oh, can I just um, say, Jules, before we go back into it, it's so good to have you here. I want to. It's hug good you, to be like... back. Anyway, sorry, we're back in. We're back in. <laughs> sorry. Um, cool. So you all have a you have a long rest. You certainly do that. So click the long rest button on your D and D Beyond yes. if that's what you got. That definitely happens. Um, Big sleeper. And so, Kevin, Hodge, Arcus, and Marley all sleep in this accommodation. And then you wake in the morning to the sounds of yelling, screaming, banging, and crashing. My alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Banfor <laughs> waking up. Um, and as as you all sort of wake to that sound and, and, and sort of shake yourselves I feel like uh, Molly would be quite used to Banfor waking up screaming. Like, it's, it's well established. That's what he does. So yeah, you, you hear someone in the distance yell, Evacuate the city! We can't fight that! Evacuate the city! And then another voice sort of replies to it, what about the library? <laughs> and then there's a third voice. There's a third voice. To hell's with the library. No. No, not to hell's with the library. We fought way too hard for that gem. <laughs> like, I had to put up with way too much attitude from Jim. 
Yeah. And then it's after that, it's just a chorus of like stampeding feet and yelling and people screaming and saying things like, Where's Jessa? Where's Jessa? Have you seen anyone seen Jessa? Where is Jessa, honestly? Like, yeah, now you've put Jessa out there. I'm it's not concerned. like Jessa not to be around, you know? Like, it's frankly, I'm always here. Yeah, yeah. she's Next a major pop week, point. we can record a spin off called <laughs> Where's Jessa? <laughs> I am so down for that. Where's uh, Jesus? Um, so, uh, is Hawker with us? You tell me. Was, um, so, Reese, would Hawker have sort of stayed in this accommodation with them as maybe like a guard or, um, or like just local helper who's on hand, or would you have gone to your own accommodation? Probably would have stayed, stayed nearby. There's like, you know, local support sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, so Marley like throws throws open the door or whatever to the where we're staying and it's like uh hawker is this yes. normal <laughs> no definitely not normal oh. yeah so marley you swing open the door and there are like resistance members just in a horde filing past the door towards what you know is the elevator out of the underground city they are just like charging through everyone doing a mass evacuation and um, a, a young, so a, a child, a, a young girl, uh, Tiffany, who you recognize from the Teen Titans, a.k.a. the Rapscallion Squadron. Um, uh, she, she stops. She stops in front and she's breathing heavily and she says, Giant, slime thing, destroying city, run. And then continues with the crowd. Uh. Wait, have you seen Jessa? <laughs> she stops and yells I haven't seen Jessa and then goes continues. she's still missing damn it will we ever yeah. find Jessa um, and as I, uh, Molly turns around back to Hawker and is like um, so giant slimy thing attacking the town not normal got it um, seen dragons though how hard could this be don't know let's give it a go well it's 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 slime so it's probably not too hard Good point. Maybe it's don't probably... hug it. You might get stuck. Just hey, as a note. What happens? You know, because I'm a semi-permeable. <laughs> fucking, I can't even say. It. I'm a semi-permeable me- being, and the slime is probably semi-permeable. What? <laughs> well, I guess it depends if it's an acidic slime, uh, and then you might just die inside it. Do I absorb it if we come in contact, or does it absorb me? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Well, you have proven absorbent in the past. So. I guess it would just be I'm better than a Kleenex, you know? Like, I'm... <laughs> is, Ar- is Argus's last name Bounty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molly turns around oh. to Kevbin and is like, Hey, Kevbin, you up for it? Well, we've and got gives... Somebody's yeah. got to save the library. Yeah, gives him a grin. Like, oh yeah, no, we have to save the library. Honestly, if I have to deal with Jim again... I'll lose my mind. <laughs> oh yeah. So for context for any listeners, and if um, Reese and Jules and James aren't familiar with this particular part of the um, the podcast story so far, the library is an ancient uh, lost library from the, in this underground city, which has been hidden for many many centuries. Um, it is also a temple to Hadet, the god of knowledge, and it houses Hadet's god, um, god heart, Jim the Gemstone. And it's 
a building of extreme importance, not just for the ancient lost knowledge contained inside it, <laughs> um, but also because it contains the gateway to Hades' realm. Yeah. So I as- feel like... <laughs> Oh, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, so as blase as Marley is seeming right now, she's she's all full bore, like armor on, game on. Well, Hades I was going to say, protected. I, f- yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm personally, I'm still um, upset about the Library of Alexandria. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I want to protect the library, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And and I would probably explain as I like as we're mounting up as such like let's move um and actually we could because we could all just hop on Hunch. <laughs> Hunch. <laughs> um, but i presume because you just woke up you're you're spending time to like put on armor and grab your yeah. gear and things like yeah. that i sleep in my armor I... I don't... you are your armor yeah, i have pants <laughs> <laughs> i have canonically have pants <laughs> Um, so Reese Hawker would uh, what, what would he be doing immediately um, watching sort of all the people that he's been living with in this resistance underground city fleeing the city I'd be worried um. <laughs> <laughs> what's your now Hawker <laughs> no I don't really lost. care that much <laughs> not, <laughs> Just... not, sh- not sure what to do like whether I should stay and help or whether I should flee you know mm. sort of Feeling a bit towards the uh, staying and helping. Yeah. Okay. If if it helps your decision, you you watch where all the people are fleeing to, and you know it's the the elevator that takes them to the city above ground. And a all the crowd is sort of gathered outside the elevator, in just this huge cluster, waiting for their turn. It's clearly going to take quite a long time to get everyone out. Mm. So even if all we do is hold them off, yeah. Well, that's the problem with having an elevator and not an escalator. Mm. If it was an escalator out of there, then they all could just line up and. You're so right. I'm building design. You're going to write a strongly worded letter to management. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Which is uh, dear Haydet, please install an escalator yeah. in your fucking. And actually, city. speaking of Haydet, as I'm mounting up as such, part of it would be to just swing. Like, I think of it kind of like Molly started to, like, just swing the locker open to just check messages in the morning. Like, think of just yeah. turning your phone on and just seeing if anybody's called. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you open it up and it says, Ah! Wake up! <laughs> Helpful. I'm like... I'm like ha- my bloody library. <laughs> my library's under attack. Useless alarm not. clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like helpful. Hate it. Uh, worst case scenario, uh, do we save the zone if we can't save anything else? And she shuts it, um, and then like ties her boots up and sort of makes sure her saxophone's blowing properly and stuff. And then she like opens it back up again. Hate uh, it's voice comes out and says. Save the people first. There's a few people hiding instead of evacuating. Ooh. Fucking Jessa. <laughs> it's gotta be Jessa. Jessa would hide. That's so Jessa. That's such a Jessa thing to do. <laughs> she would. Um, There's a young woman called Jessa somewhere in the city. <laughs> the dungeon master's gonna make you skills challenge to find her. <laughs> yeah, Molly closes the the door and is like well screw you i'm saving your heart if i have to like and she kind of says that to the ear not to the locker you know yeah yeah well the thing is he knows your thoughts yeah 
but you have to open the, the locker. <laughs> I know, but I feel him. like it's a conversation when I do it in the locker. So yeah, but yeah. I say to literally the air, screw you. Oh, I'm don't you know that anyway. God is always listening? <laughs> so gross. <laughs> it's a bit pervy. What would Hawker do seeing someone talk to right Hayden. in front of you? <laughs> yeah, open up a door in nothing and talk to the God whose city you're living in. Uh, gets a little bit wide-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like just a little Walker. bit. He's Stick around with us, kid. You'll meet all the greats. <laughs> uh, does, has Kevin been explained this? Yeah, I so, forget. No, uh, yeah. no, not really, but uh, Kevin just leans over to, to... Is it Horka? or Yeah. Horka. Leans over to Horka and is just like, so probably wondering what's going on. Me too. I'm new here. Uh, but just expect weird stuff to happen around this one. Yeah, I'm getting that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and and Marley hears that sort of grins at you and is like, round that one too, and pointing at Arcus. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm completely normal where I come from. <laughs> See? <laughs> and then, like, stands up. I like to think that she's like, shunk, like rapier and dagger and... Right, you guys ready? Let's go. Roll out, Autobots. <laughs> Kevin's Kevin's loving his new shield and he's kind of been messing around with it like before he went to bed last night so he throws it up in the air and just walks away and it like flies behind and just rests on his back like Captain America so it's super cool yes. <laughs> so good can we action hero like walk out of the room <laughs> in slow motion in slow motion Everyone roll me a performance check yes. to see how cool you look. Uh, I don't look very cool. I look mediocre cool. It's alright, I got I, you guys. I got 16. 10. I only got an 11. 18. Nice. Okay, well, uh, yeah, Arcus and Hawker look pretty badass. I can't believe Marley <laughs> fails that. Marley has a plus nine to performance. I rolled a two. <laughs> That's um, crazy. I have a plus two. <laughs> yeah, and Kevbin and Marley, I guess maybe you just you look like you're not all that cool with the situation. You, you look like a bit more stressed and not, not quite I reckon, as, no, like, I reckon, uh, ready for action as the others. I reckon Hodge, like headbutts us from behind because he got up kind of awkwardly and so actually they look awesome and we look like we're like, Whoop. <laughs> like <laughs> Kev Kevin saw how cool Arcus and Horka looks and is trying to emulate them but very poorly <laughs> <laughs> so good alright be your own cool don't be their cool be your cool sorry that was um, that was just for us <laughs> okay so you yep so you are now this fabulous uh, quartet plus Hodge so a quintet I suppose of heroes. Does that mean we're the fabulous the, five? The Fantastic, fantastic. Five. Fantastic. You are the Fantastic Five. Um, Apple Squatters, there, roll out! <laughs> there is... Um, so, this will be a skills challenge with a dark twist. Devastating twist, I should say. Um, so, there are, there are eight damaged buildings throughout the city where people are currently hunkering down and hiding. Uh-oh. Since there's four players, you're going to, I guess, each get two turns here. Oh we are going to roll skills of... So you can, you've you got options of which skills you do here, because each person is going to roll um, a skill to find and evacuate the people of a building. One roll 
to do it. So you tell me if that's perception, investigation, whatever you want to do, and explain to me as well how you do that, of your person, or the group being led by you, finding and evacuating each pocket of survivors. The difficulty is 17. For each failure, the people in that building die. This is a joker move. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the stakes are high, but this is real. This is real time. Okay. So there's only going to be eight rolls, and it's going to be a mixture of successes and fails throughout. So we can only roll perception and investigation? Uh, No, you can roll whatever you can justify to me, but you can't repeat. Yeah, cool. Um, I wanna, I wanna roll survival. I wanna use my ability to know how to deal with things in intense situations to be able to scout and find where people are and then carefully get them out of the building without getting hurt. You know, to survive. And the whole time I'll be singing, I will survive. (laughs) First I was afraid. Okay. Okay, make a survival check, and you remember you're aiming for 17, which is high. I got 19. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this, so Arcus, you lead the group to, um, yeah, following the just the clues and instincts that are that they're coming to you in real time. Mm. Um, you find a very damaged building and manage to, uh, you hear people sort of whispering and muttering inside and you open the doorway that looks like it's about to crumble and fall at at any minute and you convince this group of people to get out and evacuate the city and uh, there are eight people inside and they all come out into the street and they all head straight to the elevator nice 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 good job team and by team i mean me Uh... (laughs) nice okay i got one if nobody else does so we basically like what sprint up to another building and I could hear people calling out for help and I can see that there's actually a way that they can get through so I want to persuade them that they can do it like they can come to me by going this way you know so I want to be like it's okay come you've got this you've got this you know yeah okay I hope I hope they've got this (laughs) (laughs) otherwise you just lured them to their death Is that a natural one? Is that a natural one? Dude, that's not even that's not even fucking funny. I have a plus thirteen and I rolled a fucking one. (laughs) Chaos curse. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, I just killed the people in that building. I just that you see these people and you go. Thing is, you don't actually do any of what you just did because of the chaos curse. Hang on a minute. God, I hate the chaos. <laughs> fucking Ziglamel. I swear to God, if I get a chance to kill that bitch, I'm killing that bitch. <laughs> oh, you will. Um, okay, so roll me a d100, please. Ugh, I'm so angry I said bitch, and I hate that word. Can you see the rolls? Because I can see Arcus's on d I, I saw you roll it. I was like, I saw the 14, and I was like, ah, oh, no. Nah. If you have the. I'm not watching d If you have the campaign open, you can see everybody's rolls. Yeah. What'd you get? 31. 31. Okie dokie. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
this doesn't really have any major negative effects other than the fact that you just failed and eight people died. Yep, cool. Um, Feel real so, good about it. So you, <laughs> yeah, so you notice people in a building near to the one that Arcus just cleared and you see them and you go to persuade them, you go to say something persuasive to them, but instead you just belch this huge burst of co- of freezing cold air, like a cloud of just icy air. <laughs> And then the building in front of you just crumbles and just into debris and... I mean, I feel slightly better because I could not have done... Like, like I'm cursed, so... But I feel like Kevin thinks I'm the worst hero in the world because of, like, first, last... First year. off, she's falling all over the ground, fa- I, falling in... in what is I'm happening? I'm falling, but I'm not falling. And now, and now I've just... Pelted these innocent breath people is with so cold. Bad. <laughs> Your breath is so bad, it destroyed the building. Oh my god, I'm the worst hero ever. Um, uh, I feel really bad. I feel it? worse about this than Shoot. kicking a whole lot of puppies off a cliff. Because this this is a new low. And the puppies Marley. was a real life thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite genre of killing <laughs> Off a cliff. Yeah. Doesn't matter which animal um, either. It just has to be off a cliff. Oh and kicked. What? Um, so let, let's let's move on to Hawker or Kevin. Cool. Who's better than that? Uh, I'm going to use uh, perception. Um, you know, because I'm a cat, you know. Good hearing. I like that. Because I'm a cat. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a cat. I got a 21. <laughs> Nice. That, that's a success <laughs> so um describe the way you use your perception to find and clear this uh, another building nearby i just uh look around at my ears sort of twitching a little bit if you listen hear some sounds coming from a building off sort of to the side of it head over and find some people inside and persuade them to come out with me tell them to get out of the city okay so they see you, they recognize you, you're a, you're a well-known member of the Resistance, and they, they just immediately trust that this is the right call, and they leave the building just as it sort of falls apart, and they're all out in the street, and then they rush off towards the elevator and join everyone else. Uh, and now, Kevin. Uh, yeah, so Kevin is going to run over to another building, um, and as he's running, uh, his nose starts to like elongate a little bit and is going to turn into uh, a huge horn and I'd like to B shape into or wild shape into a, a rhinoceros and okay. can I do that? <laughs> yeah with um, that would be either animal handling or arcana. Okay so so here's the thing can I, can I do a wild shape to do a strength check with it? Uh, like to hold up the building okay. as yes. a rhino or whatever. Yeah, if, if, if you, in that case, that would be athletics. Okay. Um, if you're using the skills. And yeah, so you just, as for flavor, you just turn into a rhinoceros. Turn into a rhinoceros. It, it's a little bit for flavor, but it's also because my strength is negative one, but a rhino is love animals. plus five. Nice. So, okay. uh, yeah, I'd like to go and like, Sweet. as the rhino, like find a spot that's like, weak and maybe try to support the building with my massive rhino body which is my stripper name <laughs> support the weak spot with my massive rhino body <laughs> uh that is a 20 catchy mod 20 
Nice. Okay. So this, so your friends see this, uh, you turn into a rhino in their midst <laughs> and you just sort of charge towards this building and just like, not, not bash, but prop your body against it. And the, cr- the rocks, uh, sorry, the, the concrete of the building starts to like crack and crumble, but it's being held up very tentatively by your body. And eight people flee out of the door and <laughs> they sort of do a spit take at this rhino as they pass. Can I wait? <laughs> I like wave rhino? at them with one of my front paws. Or front... Hooves? <laughs> Hooves? Yeah. Hooves. Um, yeah, and as, as you sort of take some of the weight off uh, a part of your body to raise your hoof in a wave the the bo- uh, the building crumbles to pieces um, right beside you and just this big puff of dust and debris up in the air do they have hoofs or they have like yeah i don't know they have toes i think <laughs> sorry like, let's i like like not like like i don't think they have horse hooves I think no, they don't have hooves. They, they do have like. Fadies tweeted us. Do do rhinos <laughs> have hooves, toes, or feet? This like... is the real the real question. Foot fetishes are afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're here to tackle the asking real the real question. Feet uh... deal. <laughs> this is what Gary Gygax had in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had this was a... actually in his dream diary. <laughs> How glad are you um, that so you came are, back, James? <laughs> I had such a cool idea of like what my wild shape is, and now it's just turned into foot fetishes. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you were expecting. It is fate of Eisen. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Let's go for round two. Um, there's there's four more buildings out there. Round two, electric boogaloo. So far, you're three successes, one failure. Yep. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna think of, I'm gonna think real holy thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, just engage with my inner cleric missionary vibe and use my religion and my belief in the gods and them wanting this to go right uh, to help me find the other people and help them escape. Okay, this is a good place for that. It, it just such an occasion. <laughs> I got a 12. Oh no. Oh no. Um yeah, you 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 reach out to the gods and <laughs> you find that it's just not fast enough. You get sort of a, a feeling from Tratora mm. of where to go, but because the city is like the the domain um, dedicated to a different god, mm. the the it's, it's sort of like the signal isn't reliable and you arrive at a building that you know in your heart has people in it just as it crumbles and turns to debris and you know that eight people just died inside well at least i didn't burp ice on them you know (laughs) (laughs) i was just too late i wasn't the cause of it I just wasn't the Technically, solution. Technically, I wasn't the cause of mine either. The Zigglemail was, so we could argue um, this all day. <laughs> okay, Ice Breath. <laughs> um, Molly is feeling pretty, pretty <laughs> defeated a little bit. She's she's doing what she normally does when she's feeling down, and her fingers are click clacking on the saxophone, and she decides to play to try and she's like she kind of calls out to this building nearby and she's like please come out you can 
you can do it, you're brave enough. And she starts like playing, sort of like bardic inspiration, but not actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So this She's is like, persuasion via performance. I'm never going to dance again. <laughs> never. Come on, where's the Jurassic Jurassic, Jurassic Park? <laughs> I was going for something different, Brad. I, I knew you weren't expecting it. Why? I knew the audience wasn't expecting it. So. The formula works. Um... Yeah, I'm rolling a performance check. Oh, I got a 16. I don't think that's high enough. Oh, oh no. You needed 17. <laughs> wow. No. You have... I wrote... I'm rolling like shit. Have you seen these rolls? Like, I know you can see these rolls, Arcus, but like, yeah. holy crap. Um, so you play your saxophone in the direction of a building and the sonic waves <laughs> from your saxophone <laughs> make it crumble. It makes uh. sense. <laughs> it's like an, like a like yelling on a mountain causing an avalanche and it I knew I should have just, just see- lied to them about there being a ghost behind them because that would have been so much better <laughs> you yeah so you sort of in slow motion see like a little chip of stone come off the building followed by another then like a big crack a big seam opening up through it and then the whole thing just boom crashes down cool 16 people and how many puppies are on Molly's you literally brought down the house (laughs) (laughs) it's too bad you're not playing like PUBG or something because your kill to death ratio right now is just absolutely (laughs) savage I'm gonna start playing death metal (laughs) Um, and now either Hawker or Kevin be my truitus be my everything Okay, but as a bard move, like now you're just a like a really depressed heavy metal yeah. bard going around like feelings. <laughs> you know that song. Yep. Anyway, sorry. I'm gonna go with uh, acrobatics to like hop around carefully around the edges of the buildings, over some of them, see if I can find some people to save. Ooh, going over the top. Risky move. I like it. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I like that we've done all this dumb shit and you're just doing, like, standard, like, perception acrobatics. Oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm looking at what my stats are good at, and that's it. No, no, but that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I got a 13. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so going from rooftop to rooftop, you actually land on a building that starts to crumble underneath your feet and it falls and you sort of fall down with it but you sort of uh, roll yourself free and there's just yeah it's just a pile of debris left in your wake and that's eight more people from the resistance dead good job team and actually you recognize this as jess's house oh Oh, no brad do not do that to us (laughs) i'm kidding it's all right jess wasn't home That the, yeah, that would have been the first where, place they looked. Yeah, they would yeah. know where she was if she was at home. <laughs> They're like, guys, we don't know where Jessa is. Guys, you you're not going to like this. No. <laughs> I found Jessa. Oh, you're no. not going to like this. <laughs> uh, it's all up to you, Kevin. So far, it's three successes, four losses. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, let's do. I'm trying to think of how to use this cleverly. Um, let's do... No, do it stupidly. Do it stupidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, clearly it's been working yeah, so for I've us. Got, uh, <laughs> I'm going to revert back to my form. I've got a negative one athletics. Uh, I'm going to try to lift the building with my hands. 
Um, now I'm going to gonna... do. Yeah, you're not going to repeat that. No, yet. that was him joking. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just checking. I would like to do an investigation check, um, and uh, I would like to use that to um, determine the building that's going to fall the soonest. Like, looking at all the buildings, maybe seeing the structural integrity of them, and seeing which one is at most danger of falling next. And okay. rush cool. to that Roll one. It up. Come on, James. Uh, uh-oh. Maybe. Oh, don't. <laughs> I got a 12 plus 5 is 17. Yes! That's a nice. success. Nice. Yes. Um, cool. Kevin saves the day. You, you, you look around, you, you assess the damage of, of the buildings nearby, and you see one that is yeah, starting to move as cracks and breaks appear in it, and you estimate that there's probably about 15, 20 seconds before it's going to hit the ground. So you like rush over and say, is anyone in here? This building's about to go. And you hear a few voices say yes and then eight people pile out and yeah the building falls to rubble right behind the heel of the last person you know what i feel bad about the eight people that i wasn't able to save but at the end of the day i still saved eight people yeah 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 it's only marley that killed (laughs) everyone Not even and didn't save, from, you literally killed. Yeah, from, her, from her saxophone, you just hear... It does play a thing called Song of Doom now. <laughs> hey, I've only um, been playing it sweet. one turn. Thank You're you. Like, no, fuck, I it's played a- the wrong song. I was supposed <laughs> to play the Song of Healing, but I played the Song of Doom. Now everyone's dead. Where's Jessa? That's the question on everyone's lips right now. Where is bloody Jessa? And did Marley just straight up kill 16 innocent people? Like, did that just happen? I'm pretty sure it did. What is going to happen to the underground city? Will this slime monster thing be revealed? Find out next time, I guess. We couldn't make this show without the love and support from our amazing supporters over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Those wonderful, wonderful people who help us make this show are... Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Aaron Coochie, Laura Christine Goodman, and James Blyser from Wheel of Woe Podcast, Sarge Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Ruff, Marta, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kyder Fresh, Lauren Flake, Kai Dealer, Brianna Kavalsik, Kevin Swift, Lynn Dice, Copy, Nate Victor. Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Lickkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from the Grow Out of It Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damien Lebreton, and our newest, brand super duper spanking newest supporter, Andrew Mitchellmore. Thanks for joining the team, everybody. If anybody else wants to add their name to that list, uh, feel free to check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Or you can also help us out by writing a nice review for us somewhere. Anywhere. Just be like, yay, Fate of Eisen equals good. Hashtag five stars. Good podcast review. Hashtag again. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you again in episode four. Bye.
it's your best friend Danny here. If you enjoy art, literature, or the creative process, you may enjoy the comedy podcast Grow Out of It. You may even learn something about your long-lost childhood self. Or you might just get something like this. Mason and I hadn't really talked much. Besides our first encounter and the occasional, Help me stand up! We hadn't had a need to really <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.